I've done audio masterclasses, courses, public podcasts, and private podcasts. So today, I want to dive into the three reasons why hosting an audio series might be for you and ways to make it super simple if that also sounds kind of intimidating to you. Let's do it. Welcome to Big Fun Content, the show that helps you stand out from everyone else in your industry by building a brand you love and creating content that's impossible to ignore. I'm your host, Deanna Seymour, a graphic designer who creates high-energy visuals and short-form videos for some of the sassiest, boldest, most rebellious online businesses out there. Are you ready to up the fun in your content? Let's get started. Okay. So I am going to name the three things, and then I'm going to go into each one a little bit further, okay? So here are the three reasons I think that hosting a private audio series could totally be something that you might want to implement in your business. Number one is that you want to grow your network. So you look around in the online business space, and you see people, and you're like, man, I wish I knew them. I wish I knew how to connect with them. I wish I had a way to reach out to them. This could be your ticket, okay? Or you want to grow your email list. So people act like growing your email list is really easy. And in fact, it is not. I have heard some bigger named people in the industry just talk about how it's not that easy. It's not as easy as just like putting out a PDF and popping it up and saying, hey, grab this roadmap. And everyone just cannot wait to put in their email address and join your list. So you want to grow your list and... You want to start being seen as an innovator in your industry. You want to be one of those people that people look to and want to invite on their podcasts. Like the way that you're in number one, you wanting to grow your network and you're looking at all these other people thinking, wow, they're they're cool. I want to like connect with them. You can bring yourself up to that level so that people want to reach out to you. And I feel weird even saying this stuff because... It feels like a social hierarchy or like mean girls or like you want to be Regina George or whatever. But the fact of the matter is that there are voices that kind of rise to the top. And the reason I use the word innovator instead of leader is because the idea here is that you're presenting information in a new way, in an exciting way. You have new ideas. Maybe you're speaking up about things other people aren't speaking up about or you're letting your listeners see behind the curtain of something like you are doing things differently and that's going to stand out. So those are my three reasons why I feel like an audio series might be for you. And I'm going to just like dive into each one really quick. Okay. So back to number one, you want to grow your network, growing your network. You know, you go to networking events, right? And you are in a breakout room and you meet people and that's totally fine. But sometimes it's hard to get past that. Like, how do you reach back out? What else do you say? Maybe you um, introduce them to someone or whatever. But what I find is that I sort of keep a list of like, wow, I met this person and they were like super cool. And I feel like they could be a great person for the F That series because I've looked at their website and I know that they're doing things differently or they're approaching things differently. So that's a great person for me to reach out for my F That series. Now, my normal podcast, the one you're listening to, Big Fun Content, is not a private audio series, but sometimes I'm like, oh, they would be a perfect guest to talk about something on this podcast. Big Fun Content is really, I try to keep it very narrow and focused on 
content creation and stuff like that. So that's like a small window for people to fit into. But my audio series are a way for me to expand my network because I have the F that series. So that's anybody who's a business owner who's kind of breaking the rules. And I love meeting them because I feel like I'm a business owner who breaks the rules. Now, let's think one step further. When they're on my series, they are going to hopefully promote it to their audience. So if they're a rebel, their audience is subscribed to their email list, following them on social media because they like the idea of somebody being a rebel. So that's an audience that I would love for them to introduce me to, right? So I'm thinking when I think of my audio series, who can be on the audio series? Who's not only someone I want to connect with, but whose audience is someone I would love to be introduced to? Because essentially that's what's happening when you invite them on a podcast series and then they send out the promo materials or post your graphic on social media. Like they are literally introducing you to their whole audience. So that's a way to know what to do after you have a coffee chat with someone or something like that. So my anti-hustle holiday series, which by the way, is coming up soon at the end of November, November 27th starts the free week, but for $9, you can sign up to listen to past seasons and future seasons forever. And the $9, 100% of the profits goes to Dolly Parton's Imagination Library. You didn't know I was going to sneak an ad right in the middle of this conversation, but I just did. But the anti-hustle holiday series is a way for me to like get everybody else, right? Maybe they're not a rebel per se. Maybe they don't have something to talk about in the F that series. They're not talking about content or something I can relate to content. Anti-hustle is where it's at. Now my anti-hustle holiday series is short episodes, 10 to 15 minutes about holiday traditions, stuff like that. And I feel like I really connect with the people who are on it because we've kind of shared this special memory or this tradition or whatever. And I'm not doing it simply to grow my business. These are people I see around. These are also people I've been friends with for a while. Maybe it's people who are already in Content Playhouse with me or something where I'm like, you know what? I want to lift them up. I want to introduce them to my people. And really, when you have a series, Anti-Hustle has 21 speakers. So anybody who's in that is also getting introduced to anybody else's audience, right? Like we're all sharing our audiences. We're pulling 21 audiences together. We're all saying, go listen to this. And, you know, maybe not everybody listens to every episode, but it's still a way to get you in front of other people. Finally, it is just a quick in to say, hey, I think what you're doing is cool. You want to hang out with me? Here's a reason why. Right? Some people, like you might not be able to reach out to a, a quote unquote bigger name person in your industry and just say, hey, I really think you're doing cool stuff. Would you like to have a coffee chat? Right? They might be too busy for that. And they might be like, oh, I don't know what's happening. No. Just think of your podcast series as somewhat of a coffee chat that will be part of a series, right? So it's a great way to grow your network. And I'm going to stop talking about that now because I could go on and on and on and on. Okay, number two is that you want to grow your email list. So I've already talked about inviting people that are strategic for you that you want to get in front of their audiences. But the reason the private podcast is so awesome is because people have to opt in with their email. 
So you could also charge money. So this year is the first year that I've charged money for the F That series earlier this year. And I'm charging for the anti-hustle holiday, but it's going to charity. But having two feeds, like a free feed for one week, which also creates urgency for people to just commit to it. And I don't feel bad about making urgency for something that's free. I'm like, okay, I'm putting urgency on you to put in your email address and listen to this. Like, not going to lose any sleep over that. I'm not creating fake urgency for you to give me thousands of dollars. So I'm okay with that. Plus, people sometimes need that to, like, do it. I know for me with ADHD, when I see that last thing that's like, oh my gosh, it's ends on Friday. I'm like, oh, I've been meaning to do it all week. Let me actually stay focused and follow through and sign up for this thing. So I do a free week and I offer the all access pass, which means you get all past seasons and future seasons. So you might say that my sales could really like, if I was super capitalist and worried about my profits on these things, I might think, oh, it's going to plateau at some point because I'm offering the all access feed. They never have to pay again. And I don't know what's going to happen with that. I have thought about it, but also I don't care because one of my main goals in this is to grow my email list. So charging $9, I'm like, this can help me pay my VA to edit it. This could pay for some of my membership to Hello Audio. I'm not trying to get rich with the $9. I'm just trying to offset some of my costs because the main goal is to build my email list, which is why I also offer the free week. And I will also re-email the free week after the free week is over and say, don't forget, if you didn't have time to listen, you can upgrade for nine bucks and you'll be in there forever. I'm not trying to resell to them every single time. Plus, I will be introduced to new audiences, like we just said. All the speakers will be emailing this out. So technically, every time I do a season, I will get in front of new people. So who knows what's going to happen with the $9? I don't think I'm going to become a millionaire, but you know what I mean. So growing your email list. So the point is it has to be private. So I use Hello Audio to host my private podcast. I have tried to kind of find other alternatives for that, but honestly, I just really love Hello Audio. It's super easy and I recommend it wholeheartedly. So you could have a public podcast, but then you need to drive people to some sort of opt-in or some sort of reason to opt into your email list. So this private podcast series, the way it's set up, simply gets that on the front end and then they can listen. It just saves you having to sprinkle in ads or calls to action and try to get them, like you've already given them the thing that they wanna listen to. The odds of them also signing up for your email list, you know, I won't say are slim, but they're less, right? If you get them excited about the series and they want to listen, they have to give the email address in advance to hear it. That's why I suggest doing a private one and not a public one. But then again, I love podcasting, so I also have a public podcast, which does advertising for my private podcast. You see how that works? So that's number two, you want to grow your email list. So it is a great way to do that. Oh, let me just say one more thing. When you are a guest on someone else's podcast, people who are hearing you are listening to a podcast, right? So when you say at the end, when the podcast host says, where can people learn more? Where can people sign up? Usually the podcast host will say like, do you have a freebie you want us to link in the show notes? I really like being able to give them a link to a private podcast because these are people who like listening to podcasts. They're not, I'm like trying to think, I'm like, they're not people who sign up are in a PDF reading club. Then I would be like, yes, make a PDF for them to download. These people love some PDFs and they will definitely want to download that. 
they're on a walk, they're walking their dog, and they hear you be like, you can download my list of 10 ways to blah, 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 blah. Yeah, they're like, no. If you say you can get access to a 10-part series on how to blah, 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 they're like, oh, wow, this episode's winding down. I'm walking my dog. Let me click this link and listen to this series. You're already talking to podcast people. So I think it's a great technique for guesting on podcasts, giving your freebie as a private podcast. Okay, third one. You want to be seen as an innovator in your industry. So I've sort of shied away from the word leader here, honestly, because my business coach Kathleen was like, "Uh, I don't know about leaders. Like that creates a weird power dynamic. And I mean, I'm not trying to build a cult, but you know what I mean? So I like the idea of being an innovator, right? It's the idea is, and you could maybe say leader if, if you like that word, but people are looking to you as an expert. That's another word maybe you could use. I like the word innovator because like, oh my gosh, what's this? An F that series. That's crazy. I like, I want to check that out. Like what's anti-hustle holiday? This is fun. So for me, innovation is one of my values in my business, probably in my life, you know, the lines are blurred when you're a personal brand, but people start to look at you as someone who's doing things, someone who has something to say, someone who's approaching things differently. And that could also get you invited onto other things. You know how you see people who are like, you're like, dang, I feel like this person's on every summit. This person's in every bundle. This person's on every podcast. People are seeing them as an innovator, as a leader, as an expert, and they want them to come onto their platform to help their audience as well. So you being the host of this series is interesting because a lot of times you don't have to do a lot. I interview these people and they get the stage sort of, right? Like I ask follow-up questions, I put in my two cents here and there, but it's them being the experts, essentially. I'm the expert on this one, but I also have guests, so not every episode. But you gathered up this group of people. So you must be sort of influential because you have all these people on your platform, which means you must be super cool, right? So if you want to start leveling up, which is a total like boss babe thing to say, but, and this goes back to what I was saying, like Regina George, mean girls, like prom queen. I hate that stuff. But the fact is that there are people who are doing cool things and people are going to notice. And so I want you to be one of the people who's doing cool things and that people are noticing. Plus, if you really enjoy talking to other people, this is seriously so easy. And I mean, you need a good mic, you need headphones, but nobody's expecting you to like create this amazingly produced NPR style show. People are okay with just listening to two people talk as long as it's serving them and it's giving them value. So don't stress out too much about that. So those are my three reasons, but I also want, if you're like, yes, you sold me on it, but also this sounds really, really hard. I wanna give you some ideas for how to make it less stressful. And I'm gonna do that after this super quick break. If you're also starting to think this could be for you, but you'd be super overwhelmed with the branding and marketing components, I got you, boo. <laughs> and the best part is, that if you're coming up with a series that you'll do multiple seasons of, like me, and something I highly suggest, then you can reuse the branding, promo graphics, and Canva templates over and over again. It's a one-time investment that can keep on giving. Head over to deannaseymour.com slash design intensive, or just send me a DM over on Instagram and I can give you more deets. Let's get back to the episode. 
All right, so let's talk about some ways that you can make this whole thing less stressful. Number one, just make it free. I know that I said this year I've been charging the $9, like free feed, all access feed. I didn't do that until season three of F that and season three of of anti-hustle. So make it free. That's easy. You don't have to even accept any money. Hello Audio does have a cart built in. I personally use Thrivecart for all of this. Even when it's just free, I use Thrivecart because I can tag them and whatever. Just make it free. Okay. So essentially when it's free, this is my second tip. On the back end of Hello Audio, there's a universal link. So it's not as private, I guess, a universal link. Somebody could like share with their friend and then they have access and you didn't get their email. I would not recommend using a universal link if you're like using it for your course that you sell for thousands of dollars. You're going to want to add each listener. So in the back end of Hello Audio, you can add each listener and they have their own link and you can see that they subscribed and you can even see like how many episodes they've listened to. They get a listener score. Like you can see some data about each person. That's what I would use if it was a course or something more important. We are sort of in our brains going to think about this private podcast feed as you would a PDF opt-in, which would just be a link, right? And that's something somebody could share with someone else. Like someone signs up for your email list, gets your top 10 ways to come up with content ideas. They download it. They could easily just forward that on to a friend. So the universal link is not very secure, but it is still going to grow your email list. It's way simpler. And you would just set up your sequence and convert kit or wherever you do your emails the same way you would with the link for a PDF, right? So it's essentially, it could all be done in convert kit. It's, you're really thinking of it as just that PDF because essentially all you need to do is make a landing page and say, give me your email and your name, and I'm going to give you the link to the podcast. So first two tips, make it free, make it a universal link. And then my third one, and this is for anybody who feels like, yeah, but you've done all these podcasts and it seems so easy for you and you say you really like it and I want to do it, but I'm like a little scared of doing this. Maybe I can't like carry a whole interview. Maybe I'll suck. Oh my gosh. Team up with a co-host. Get a friend that you really like and you guys um, interview the people together. Would that be fun? And also would add an extra layer of promotion, right? That grows your network. I mean, I would team up with someone you already know. It's not really like you're just reach cold reaching out to someone to co-host with you. It would be a buddy of yours. But still, they're going to be promoting it. They might have some connections that you don't have in terms of getting guests. So team up with a co-host if you feel a little nervous about getting behind the mic and being the host of a series. Pull in a friend who's maybe a little more extroverted and get them to co-host it with you so that you can still be seen as that innovator, you can still grow your list, and you can um, show up and get used to it. And then maybe eventually you do a solo one. You know what I mean? Okay, that was a lot of information. I hope that you found it valuable, and I hope that you feel like, huh, maybe I could do this. And speaking of maybe you could do this, I did this. for the anti-hustle holiday series, which is, like I said, in my sneaky ad in the middle of this episode, coming out November 27th, starts the free week, but there's the $9 all-access pass, which is being donated to the Queen of Christmas, Dolly Parton's nonprofit, Imagination Library. So that will give you access to all the past seasons. There's two past seasons in there, plus this is season three coming out this holiday season. 
So it's a lot of episodes, like 60 episodes. I'm not saying that you should ignore your family all holiday and listen to all 60 episodes, but you can scroll through and pick your favorites. Like if there's a few people in there you recognize, they're, they're all seriously all great episodes. I love recording them. I love hearing the stories. Like I've incorporated some of the traditions into my family and I'm really excited about it. So go check it out and have a great holiday. And then in January, work on that audio series. Thanks for listening to Big Fun Content. If you like what you heard today, think about pushing that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Also, I would love it if you would leave me a review so more people could find me. Wink, wink. And last but not least, if you want to remain in my world and get some really fun emails in your inbox, head over to deannaseymour.com newsletter to join my email list. See you next time.